Hey there, welcome back to Legal Mumbo Jumbo with Houston Divorce and Family Law Attorney Ashley Nicole Green. This is a 10 to 15 minute session where she will discuss frequently asked questions and or provide you with some good old information on how to navigate through those areas. So let's get started with some Legal Mumbo Jumbo. Hey guys, welcome back to season three, episode number one of Legal Mumbo Jumbo. My name is Ashley Nicole Green. I'm a senior law and divorce attorney here in the Houston and surrounding areas. And I'm very, very, very excited to be back on the mic with you guys. I left you last with um, my last episode in November of season two. Um, and then in December, I actually had a new baby boy. And so I'm just excited to be back to be able to speak to you guys and share that information with you. We are now officially a family of four. <laughs> and at this time in our household, um, sleep is a thing of the past because I have a four-year-old who is very active. And obviously have a one month old. Um, but we're very excited to have him as part of our family now. And my um, four year old takes his role as big brother very, very seriously. And um, we're excited that he has transitioned um, and welcoming his little baby brother and everyone's doing well. So. Anyways, the other reason um, that I'm here, obviously, is not just to share that, but to introduce a new season. Um, season three is going to be a little different from what I've done in the past. I always try to mix it up for you guys. Um, so this season will be about stories that I will tell about clients' successes and wins and how they obtain their freedom. Um, I will be talking about some of my favorite client outcomes and wins. And I'm going to say wins in air quotes, right? Because a win for someone may be different for a win for a win for someone else. Um, and I'll talk about that um, specifically. So with that being said, sit back and get ready to listen because we're about to get into story time. All right. So today I'm going to share um, a story about a client's um, freedom. I mean, journey to freedom and her win. I'm saying that in air quotes. Um, and this is someone that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, she actually um, will know exactly who she is if she listens to this. But obviously, for confidentiality purposes, I will not be sharing her specific name or her her identity um, during this podcast. All right, so I actually met this client um, at my son's swim lessons. Um, her son and my son both were um, going through a swim lesson together. And if you've seen me um, out and about um, or if you attend some of our events, hopefully we can start those back up soon um, in person events. Um, I usually wear something that has my office logo on it. So I have either a T-shirt on or a jacket or something um, that I'm wearing that um, will have Law Office of A Green, children at the center of every decision. And so on this particular day, I was wearing my jacket. It was a little colder. Um, and um, it's funny because she and I talk about this, but she thought that I actually worked for a law firm, but she didn't actually um, make the connection that I was, you know, the lawyer and or <laughs> that I actually was the managing attorney of the office. And so, um, you know, when we first met, she saw that we didn't really have much, you know, a back and forth. It was just small talk, but eventually um, our sons grew to like each other. And so we ended up having a play date um, and then COVID hit. <laughs> um, 
And that's literally how fast it went. Um, literally, I think we had one play date and then COVID hit. And so we ended up um, connecting even further beyond that just because life kind of happened for both of us. Um, and we grew to have a friendship, um, mostly because our sons first established a friendship and then that grew to us having a friendship. But I didn't know in my first encounters with her, even my first few encounters that she was going through a divorce. And I didn't know that she was going through a divorce and had an attorney because I'm not the type to like I say, hey, I'm a divorce attorney. You should hire me. You know, that's kind of awkward. Um, I don't go around just telling people that. But if conversations present themselves, um, you know, I encourage people, you know, and all that good stuff. So anyway, so she ended up realizing, you know, um, that she needed another attorney um, because she was going through the process, but it wasn't what she envisioned it to be like. And so she reached out to me one day via text and said, hey, look, you know, I need to schedule time to chat with you. Um, and so I said, of course, you know, absolutely. Um, and again, at this time, I really did not know she was going through a divorce. And so she talked to me about some of the struggles that she was having. And so eventually she decided to hire her office. And so her story is a unique story because as you, as you will hear, um, she was required to make major changes and these changes required that she depend on other people at times and also that she asked for help. This is one of the parts of going through divorce that can be very difficult because you want to be private about the fact that you're going through it. But at the same time, it's such a huge transition that you have to ask for help. And it's one of the things that I encourage my clients to do. And so she um, did that very well. And I'm so very proud of her. Um, but with that being said, she was required to, um, when whenever I took over the case, at that point, she already had moved out of the marital residence that she was raising her son in with her husband. Um, she was driving um, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half every day um, into the Houston area so that she could go to work, so that she can be able to have child care for her son. Um, and she was staying at this time with a friend. Um, and obviously it was a friend that she has known for many years, someone she's confided in, someone that was part of her team of support. And so she had to ask her friend to stay there with her for a few, you know, months, um, while she made the transition into finding a home for her and her son. And so, she did that, and um, she also then had to go out and ask for help again from her parents to say, hey, look, this is what I'm going through. This is what I need, and what I need right now is a home for my son and I. And so with the help of her parents, she was able to um, purchase a home that she was able to transition her son and her into. And one of the beautiful things about her story and why I want to, sh I wanted to share it is that I recall going to her house um, because, and, and let me preface this by saying I don't usually get this involved in my client's life, but she and I had built a friendship prior to her hiring me. And so, and our sons were very, very close. Um, and so I went to her house and she first purchased it and, you know, we were just, you know, talking and stuff. And I remember her saying, um, and I remember looking around and she said, you know, I don't have much, um, but I have a table for my son and I, and I will never forget it. It was, it's a screen table, uh, with the little chairs for him to eat. Um, and she said, you know what? I can eat right here, pointing to her, um, kitchen island. 
And she said, all this other stuff I will get eventually, but I have a home. And she was so, so thankful in that moment. Um, and for me, I felt that that was her first step of finding freedom, right? She was finally able to excel, exhale and say, you know what? I got this. I'm going to be okay. It's going to be hard. And at the beginning, right? The perception to everyone else coming to her home, they would have said, oh, my goodness, you have nothing, right? You're starting over. You left all your furniture. You left all of your belongings. But to her, that home may have been empty with material things, but it had everything else that she needed for her son and her, which was comfort which was a loving home, which was a home that she could raise her son in with the values that she valued and that she saw growing up with her family and her parents, right, which is love and compassion and support, all of those things that are important to all of us um, as individuals. And so that was the first first moment that I knew she was on her road to um, a journey of success and freedom. Um, the second time that um, throughout her case that I knew that she had finally tapped into knowing that freedom looks different for everyone else. A win looks different for everyone else from everyone else than it did for her was that we were nearing the end of her divorce case. And, you know, we sat down and we we're looking at the property division. We're looking at the debts. We're looking at all that stuff. And I recall like me, right? Me, me being my little self, little feisty self, I wanted to say, look, you know what? No, you need to take this to court. We need to let the court see this because this this particular situation is not fair. And it was specifically in regards to the credit card debt. Um, and without sharing too much specific, too much information that would be too specific, I'll just say that the funds that were used. Um, or I guess those credit cards were largely being used by her spouse. And those the funds that were being used for that were not for the benefit of the family. Okay. They were for the benefit of pleasures, personal pleasures. And I recall me saying at one point, no, like I said, you need to take this to court. And she stepped back and she said, no, it's okay. I know this isn't right. I know I shouldn't do this. But I just want to be done. And I just want to have freedom. Everything else will work out. I'm going to be okay. Those were her words to me. Um, And in that moment, I stopped and I said, you know what? You're right. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Um, Now, we were able to get her an agreement that required that her spouse did contribute to paying those um, towards those debts and those credit cards. Um, and she was able to get her divorce and not let that linger over her, not let that hurt continue to be, you know, revisited over and over again while we continue to go throughout the case. And so in those moments, I remember just saying, man, you know what? This is a win for her. This is a win because the other person was utilizing that credit card debt as a way to control the process in the divorce because they knew, right? Her spouse knew that that was something that she was going to have to carry into this next journey. That was really a lot of debt. And that 
was a way for her spouse to control keeping the divorce in limbo, right? Because her spouse didn't want the divorce. Most of the time, one spouse, you know, is going to do whatever they can if they don't want it to control it as much as possible in ways of delay. Okay, and that's what she had to go through. And so she went from being a single mom, I mean, from being a a mom who had a husband, raising her son in a household with her father, with his father and her, to a single mother, to a single mother that was like trying to figure it all out, you know, of this whole like idea of starting over, this whole idea of co-parenting, this whole idea of you know feeling guilt right like why didn't I just work it out I wanted my son to grow up with what I grew up with which was a two-parent household I wanted my son to be able to come home every day and know that he has both of his parents there um I don't know how to answer these questions that my son may have which may be difficult questions about why mommy and daddy aren't together all of those things can be overwhelming um and she went through that but she overcame it and now She is a divorce coach, and she coaches and helps women that went through what she went through get over the fence and know, and they can see in her, right, there's hope on the other side. And that's the reason why I wanted to share her story, because her story really required that she be broken down, literally, um, from everything that she knew to be able to rebuild herself back up. But the beauty of it all is that she didn't just build herself back up. She's now able to build other women up. And she doesn't know it. And I I know this because I don't think she sees herself in that light yet um, when she looks in the mirror. But she is an inspiration to not just single moms um, or moms that went through a divorce, but to moms in, in general. She is an amazing, amazing mother. She is incredibly intelligent. She is able to see through things in a way that the other side sometimes may miss, but she's able to see the light and the progress in it. And I'm very, very, very proud of her. And so I hope this story encourages mothers and fathers um, that are going through a divorce that there is hope for the other on the other side of um, of the fence and that what you're going through right now does not need to be indicative of what your journey in life will look like moving forward. But it may require that before you get over that fence that you have to ask for help, that you may have to leave behind some material things, the couch, you know, your favorite TV, um, your favorite, you know, dishware set in the kitchen, All of those things really don't matter um, in the grand scheme of things. And they're replaceable. And, you know, it's going to be scary at first whenever you, you know, move into that new house or apartment or wherever you go or maybe a friend's home at the beginning like this client did. But in the end, you will feel more fulfilled in an empty house than in a house that has everything that you want in it except for love, appreciation, and that someone cares about you. So I hope this is encouraging to those of you who 
are going through the divorce process or are about to or have gone through it and you're stuck right now and you don't know if you'll ever get past the feelings that you have, just know, like this client, there's hope. Until next time, guys, take care. Bye for now.